Welcome to Forest for the Trees. I'm Corey. I'm Bree. Let's get started. Let's just talk about it, like how a relationship has evolved. Like, what is that? I don't like the word relationship for whatever reason. It gives me, I don't know. It's like bonding word. We have a relationship as brother and sister. Oh, by the way, we haven't said that. We're brother and sister in case, well, you didn't know that until I just said it. So there you go. We're brother and sister. <laughs> and actually, I don't know how if like a lot of podcasts do that. I know like, actually, it's funny. I think the most common genre for podcast is like what Rhett and Link do, which is two dudes talking. Mm-hmm. It's always two guys. Too, yeah. yeah. Or sometimes it's two women. But I don't think there's very many where it's a guy and a girl. There might be some, like, husband-wife podcasts. I haven't heard of any. Actually, Emily told me about one. It's Katie. She's, like, a therapist or something. And, like, she does a podcast with her husband where she's just talking about whatever. I think I've heard of, I've heard of her before. Yeah. Your name's Katie Morton? Yeah, I've heard she of her. She has a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but that's, that's husband and wife. We're brother and sister, which is interesting. I don't, I'm sure there's It's a not, different dynamic, I think. And then I'm sure there's not too many of those anyway. You should start. Because <laughs> I feel like you'd have something. So you were the one who came up with this idea for the topic. So you have got to have somewhere to start. Um, I mean, should we start at the beginning of a relationship? I mean, you were born. That was the beginning. (laughs) I mean, you would remember that better than I would. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I remember mom and dad were like, they did say like, oh, like you can help with this or that. I think parents always over-exaggerate how much the siblings are going to help. Like, oh, we're going to need your help when doing this. But it's mostly the parents. Right. Right. I think I might have changed your diaper like a few times. (laughs) 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 Like. Like, few as in two. <laughs> I, you don't have much to comment on there because you were... Yeah, I wouldn't remember that. We were still living in the, the trailer in North Carolina <clears throat> when that... And then soon after, I think you might have been like one or two. I know Logan was born... Bef- Logan is our brother. He was born before we moved. So... Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you might have been one or two when we moved. So you don't even remember the trailer. You know that we Mm-mm. lived next to Mama, right? I did know that, but I don't remember it. The first thing I remember about our relationship was, like, when we were in that apartment, which you don't remember the fact that we lived in this, the fact we lived in the same area that we're, that me and Logan are living in right now. But, yeah, like, these apartments, I remember we had a three-bedroom apartment. And you had your own room, and me and Logan had our own room, which is wh- why when and Mom and Dad really wanted us to each have our own room, which is why when we moved out of the apartments into a house, mm-hmm. like we were trying to find something where it had four bedrooms, one for each kid, and then Mom and Dad. Yeah. See, you you were older by this point, so I wouldn't remember this, and you remember a lot more of the moving and where we lived and things like that. Yeah. Than I do. It's weird how you have, like, weird, like, some things just stick in your memory. Like, I remember when we were not moved into this apartment yet. The 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 memory I have is when they went in to look at it, it must have been, I don't know if it, it had to have been some, around some occasion where I was to get a gift. 
I don't know what occasion it was, but I remember I got a Spider-Man web slinger gift. <laughs> do you remember those things that like shoot webs? Yeah, yeah, it's, I do. It's just like that, but it has a little grip on it and you push it with your two fingers like Spider-Man. Isn't it? Actually, like, silly string? It's silly string. Yeah. It's silly, yeah. exactly. It's silly string, but it's got a little holster for it to <laughs> you push the button. Yeah. And I just remember they went in to look at the apartment, and I had that, and I think I might have shot some in the car or something, <laughs> but I don't think you were there. You must have been, someone must have been babysitting you while they were looking for places. <clears throat> but anyway, I do remember being jealous of the fact that you had your own room. Really? I mean, yeah, you had more room than me and Logan. We had to bunk. Oh, yeah. I remember there was a bunk bed. Yeah. And it, it carried on over to the house. Yeah. And Logan used the bunk bed. Which wasn't bad. I remember one of the things that I did with you and Logan when we were back in those apartments. I We did a scary story thing. Do you remember that? I got like a scary story book from the library. Because I wasn't creative enough to make up my own scary stories. <laughs> so, like, it had the stories in it, and I remember reading it to you guys. Like we To would... me and Logan? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I think I did it, like, once or something. But there was one that was funny in it. There was one that was funny in it. You know, like, the worms crawl in, worms crawl out? Yeah. They had that in there, and I remember reading that one to you because oh. I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I remember Dad used to tell us that one all the time. Like, he'd sing it? Yeah, he would sing yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you remember? I do remember I would like push you or stuff, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's typical older brother things, like. And you would get upset about it, and I would say, "Don't tell mom." Don't yeah, tell yeah, mom. yeah. You'd comfort me and yeah. baby me so that I wouldn't tell mom about it. Yeah, I don't rem- like. I don't remember like. You weren't hitting really... you or anything. I no, no, no. You... I like push you down or something. Yeah. I wouldn't say you were a you bully. You would bump your head sometimes, too. It wouldn't be just me. But, like, we'd get into a fight and you'd hit your head on something. <laughs> like, you'd bump into something. And then you were acting like it was my fault. It's not always <laughs> well, my fault. Were you... No. Antagonizing me in some way, or... You started some fights, too, I'm sure. I, I mean, mean, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I'm sure I did. I don't... I don't know. Like, what did you have in speci- specifically in mind? Like, because you were younger, so you, what do you remember? The The reason I wrote the topic down was because I feel like when we were younger, for instance, you know, the how you would push me down or I would I would cry and you wouldn't want me to tell mom. And we weren't, I don't think that we were really that close when we were around that age. Like, when we were in the apartments. I don't think we we're really that close. I, I think in the past few years is when we've really gotten pretty close. Yeah. And I, I would say that it wasn't even, it had to have been just the last five years. Yeah. Because I remember uh, during college, sometimes I would come home and I just wouldn't want to, I, I'll be honest, sometimes I just didn't want to talk to you. Or, like, I didn't want... Because, like, you would do things that would get me mad. Or, like, I just, like... I don't know. It's just... Does this hard, is it hard to hear that? Like... No, it's not. I, I, I can admit that I was probably... I, I think, can I can be... I, can, I could have been annoying. Or, like... Like, you have to walk on eggshells sometimes when I would... 
I guess... I'm not trying to throw that back in your face or anything. What I'm trying to say is that I think now, our, like, how we act with each other is we just, like, we roll with the punches. Like, we... Right. Like, we just kind of, like, let stuff roll off our back or whatever, or... And actually, I don't even think we do... It. Most of the time, we're always joking around. Yeah. Like, we're always joking around now. Yeah. Which, sometimes we would do that when we were young. <laughs> like, we would do weird faces at each other, like... <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to be able to see the weird face that I made, but trust me, I made a really weird face. Yeah, I would. <laughs> we both worked at the same Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but it wasn't at the same time. Yeah. You know what I thought was always weird is because I would always work in the summer. Mm-hmm. So you'd have like, and this was at col- when I was in college, I would work during the summer. And what would happen is like, cause there's only two months that I would be home from summer for summer break. And then like 10 months would go by and there'd be a completely different people. There was just a high turnover at Chick-fil-A. It seemed like, like all the time yeah. after 10 months, like ninety percent of the people would be new. By the time that I left, and I was there for, um, I think it was like four years or so. And the time that I was there, I think there was only two people who had been there since I was there, and one of them was a the general manager, like the yeah top manager. Yeah, I mean, but even the managers had turnover. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know. I just feel like um, it wasn't like every year there was a completely new set of managers, but it was like every two to to three years, all the managers would be different. Yeah. Which is, it's weird. I mean, they say that places where there's like a large turnover like that, it means that it's not a good work environment. <laughs> it means that some, you walk in and then like a few months later, you're like, I can't take this anymore, <laughs> which yeah it's true yeah well talk about why talk about that i I think it'll be interesting to talk about now we're doing a different podcast we're doing one what our first jobs basically because that might even be a better one well it's okay i'll leave some stuff in and i'll throw some stuff away it's cool but like that was your first job right well technically it was my second job but my first job was at zaxby's and I was oh, there for I like a month. That. Yeah. Max a month. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Chick Fil A was my first job. Oh. So, so we almost kind of sort of had the same first job. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Which I didn't actually even think about until just now. You have horror stories. Oh yeah, I got plenty of them. Uh, and and you would think like, oh, it's it's Chick Fil A, right? It's it's gonna be like. They're all nice to you in the drive-through and when you walk up, right? So you yeah. got to be the managers and everything are I've got to be nice. N- no, no. It's it's completely opposite of what you would think it would be like to work there. Yeah. The managers a lot of them don't care and a lot of them are not very nice to the employees. Right. Actually even I'm not going to name names uh, when I'm talking bad about people, but like the owner mm-hmm. was sometimes not even nice to customers. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is strange when you think about owner. it. Yeah. The owner isn't a very nice person in general to customers or the staff. He would rarely ever speak to you. And when he did, it wasn't, a, it wasn't ever a good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Our mom had worked at at the same Chick Fil A. Actually, there was <laughs> never crazy. It's never any overlap either. Like I didn't work there. Oh wait, no. I think I did work there one Christmas when she worked there. Oh really? And I actually I stopped working over Christmas break. I like I all now after that point I just only did summer break. Like she had a story about the owner where like he got mad about something and he just went back into his office and he was grabbing the bars of like a desk or something and just shaking uncontrollably, <laughs> like just out of his mind angry about something. Or, or like um for instance, one of my stories is um, there was there was a boy who um, he was probably around sixteen or seventeen, maybe employee, right? And he was he was in the back and he was stalking, you know, the sauces and things like that. He, the boss or the owner, he had walked to the back as well, and he spoke to him and he asked him, "How long were you in the military?" Uh, because he was in, the, I think he was in the military for a few years. Yeah. And the owner didn't turn around, didn't look at him at all. All he said was, talk to Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob is somebody completely different, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Bob is the general manager who wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> so, Dr. Bob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was not a people person. No. Like, the owner, he didn't like talking to people. I think one time he did talk to me in a friendly manner, but I think I think he's he's the type of person who like memorizes how to how to have normal conversations <laughs> because like he just came by. I was sitting at the you know like the break table before you clock in. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there, and he was like, "Oh hey Corey, how's it going?" And I'm like, "Good." And he just like walked right by, and that was <laughs> it. So like, I just feel like he he he's he's not a people person. He doesn't know how to talk to people for sure. And it's weird, though, because, like, people, when I say people, when I tell people that I worked at Chick-fil-A, and it's probably the same experience for you, but when I tell people that, they always ask me about horror stories with customers. Yeah. And I really don't have many of those. I can't think of any offhand. I have a a couple, but not many, compared to the amount of stories I have about the actual employees. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's the same with me. Like, I mean, I don't have crazy horror stories with employees. But definitely there were some people who grinded my gears just because they were lazy. They didn't pull their weight, mm-hmm. um, you know. But I feel like that's probably the same everywhere. But there there are weird things because I worked in the kitchen too. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were, there's some stuff. I'm not going to sit here and say like it's like it's uh, like the meatpacking industry back in the day, like where people's fingers were getting in, you know. It's like cra- not crazy stuff like that, but definitely – some stuff goes on in the kitchen that people who haven't worked at a kitchen in a fast food restaurant, they probably wouldn't be happy to know that some of the stuff happens that does. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we try to be, I try to always be as sanitary as possible, but. Yeah. One time there was a, um, a customer came back to the store with a box of chicken nuggets and there was a cooked glove in the box. <laughs> yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Actually, one thing that always did, not always, but like we had probably, I worked there for probably four or five years. And in the four or five years, maybe five times, which I would consider a lot, people come back and complain that there was a metal shard in their chicken. And the reason that there's a metal shard in there is because we would clean the insides of the fryers 
with these little metal steel wool things. And sometimes like a little shard just breaks off. And obviously I didn't want that to happen. And I always tried to make sure it always got out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know about everybody else, how, how, how hard they tried to make sure that there wasn't a metal shard in there. But like, I, I, I'm a little disappointed that that happened like as often as it did. Five, yeah. Like five times in five years is like, like once a year, someone says there's a metal shard in their chicken. That's, that's five times too many. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, exactly. Well, I think. By the time that I worked there, we didn't have those metal, metal steel wool. Yeah, we what have we have with? Brillo pads, which oh, are like different the green ones. Yeah, yeah, we switched sometimes. See, that's the thing; it's not consistent because they don't like order. They, they're they wouldn't buy cleaning supplies when we needed them. Like we were always running out of stuff in the kitchen. Like especially there was one particular type of cleaner called degreaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, which you guys, you guys use them to like clean the seats or whatever, because people greasy butts sit on, <laughs> sit on the seats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll use it in the kitchen too. Oh, wait, you worked in the kitchen? Yeah. You didn't know that? I thought you like put some fries in boxes sometimes. No. No, I was a breader. Like you actually did a full shift breading? Yeah, plenty of shifts. Oh. See, I was like, okay, see, when you said that, you've told me this before, but whenever you say that, I always took it with a grain of salt because, like, there are people who up at the front, they say, oh, yeah, I can work in the kitchen. And they go <laughs> back there and they make one fry box and then they go back up front. It's, yeah. And it's yeah. actually really annoying because I'm not going to, you know, because you have worked in the kitchen, the kitchen is way harder than that. And there's yeah. a lot of stuff you have to do. But. There, there's good and bad about working up front and working in the kitchen. I feel like, I don't know about anybody else, but for me personally, I don't like to deal with people. I don't like the customers, but that's just me personally. So I like to be in the back where I don't have to deal with the customers. I don't have to put on my happy face. I can just do my work and mind my own business. You don't put on a happy face? <laughs> <laughs> Not in the kitchen. <laughs> But yeah, and but in the front, it's a lot cooler. There's not, it's not, it's not as hot up there. I don't know. I think the workload is a little bit less because in the kitchen you have to, you have to be going nonstop, especially like in like the rush hours. And with breading, there is no time to like take a second to yeah do something else. And it's weird too because like when you were there, you were there after me. And the business picked up a lot over the last 10 years. Like Mm -hmm. over the last 10 years, that Chick-fil-A has been getting busier and busier. And it's so bizarre because the location of the Chick-fil-A is near a mall. And they thought at the time that like, oh, the the mall traffic is what's going to drive the business. But the mall has been dying. Like the, the mall is dead over there. Yeah. But still it's getting busier and busier. Which is strange, because you would think it would be the opposite way. Yeah. Like, if I were building a Chick-fil-A, and I was like, all right, we can build it right next to this mall, that'd be great, because, you know, people from the mall get hungry, and they want to go to Chick-fil-A to get something to eat. But over the years, the mall's been getting less busy, and the Chick-fil-A has been getting more busy. Yeah, I mean, even over on that on that side of town, there's not a whole lot to do anyway, so I don't know why it's been getting busier. You think there'd be like different perks? Like I assumed actually when I moved to the kitchen that 
I was going to get a bigger pay raise than I did. I think I got like a quarter, a quarter <laughs> an hour raise, which is ridiculous. I didn't get one. You didn't get one at all? Mm-mm. Wait, you got one when you became team leader. Right. I got I got a dollar raise when I became a team leader, which is a key holder position. I guess it wasn't really ever an official like, hey, you're moving to the kitchen thing. So they didn't ever feel like they needed to give me a raise. But, I mean, in the later parts of my um, experience working there, I was in the kitchen more than I was in the front. So I was basically a kitchen worker by the end of my time there. Working in the kitchen sucks. Well, like I said, there's pluses and minuses to both. For me, anyway. I mean, I when I was up front, like, I just did it my own way. Because there were people who would, if I had to do it like they did it, I would I would get annoyed with the front work. Because, like, there were people who, they were just so smiley that it was fake. And I guess some people, some customers like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so nice. But for me, like, I saw right through it. It was just fake. It was just so gross and annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, like, can't we just act like humans? <laughs> <laughs> I was always polite, but never overly polite. Never to a point where it seemed like I was trying too hard to yeah. be nice to someone. I mean, this this person in particular that I'm thinking of, she would, like, force a smile so big you thought, like, she was pulling her face up with tape or something. It was, <laughs> it was, it was weird. She looked like a robot. <laughs> and I feel like, weirdly enough, that's... That's what that's the kind of person that you think of when you think of Chick-fil-A employees. Like they're ridiculously happy. And peppy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's which why is it that that's the corporate culture? Like why is it is it training? Like what gets Chick-fil-A employees to do that? But like Bojangles, McDonald's, Wendy's. I went to McDonald's today and they were they were just so rude because they messed up my order. I mean, yeah, I didn't have to say that. You assumed I went to McDonald's, they messed up my order, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, like, and then, and then when, I, when I went in to get it fixed, they were just a little bit rude about it. Yeah, I feel like they don't want to take responsibility. They always want to put it on you or... Right. Actually, the weird thing is I was um in the drive through and the person at the window got their food. They were in front of me and they got their food and well, and... I was about to say, walked away. <laughs> and they drove away. They drove away. And I sat there for like two seconds before I noticed I had to move on. And as I was moving on, she she was impatient about the fact that I sat there for two seconds before driving forward. And she held the bag out the window and said, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I don't know, like, give me a second. <laughs> um, like, I can understand if, like, they were sitting there for, like, at least 10 seconds or 15 seconds or something. Yeah. And they were like, hey, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. But that, yeah, I, yeah, that wasn't the case. And it was just, I was just weirded out by it. Like, but why is it that like McDonald's and all the, like most, I pretty, I pretty much would say every fast food restaurant pales in comparison to Chick-fil-A service. Yeah. But like, why? That's a good question. I, I feel like. I mean, in the training videos, there was a lot of, like, get to know the company and what we stand for and what it means to be a Chick-fil-A worker. Yeah, but some see, that's the weird thing. When people say their corporate motto or whatever, everyone always says, oh, that's just, like, fake, though. Like, I don't know. It just always feels fake when, 
like there's a people talk about corporate culture, <clears throat> but I don't know how it actually gets formed. Just because like I gotta assume if you go to McDonald's and surely they watch videos too, right? Like you don't think like Chick Fil A is the only one who does videos. <laughs> like, no. There's got to be like. Every fast food company has their own training videos. It's I'm not sure, like, I would hope. Yeah, so it's not like McDonald's' training videos have people acting like McDonald's workers. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no Surely way. Surely they have to be nice and peppy, too. So, like, it just doesn't stick or something? Well, I don't know that... It would make me feel uncomfortable if I watched a McDonald's video of one of their workers acting like a Chick-fil-A worker. It would make me uncomfortable. But over time, I feel like it would change things. Like, if if you did make a video like that and then that was their training, I guess I'm answering my own question. I feel like if... Well, see, that's the thing. I, I Now I don't know. Because I was just about to say, you know, if they made better training videos, it would make them nicer. But I don't think that's the case either because surely they're already nice in the videos. Is it like managers? I do well, think... I feel like, like, in, like in the corporate world, like you have to... There's a lot of things that you have to do to become a Chick-fil-A owner. It's not just like, here, you want to buy a Chick-fil-A? Cool, go ahead, buy it. You have right. to be a Chick-fil-A worker for so many years. You, you know, there's there's a lot of steps that need to be taken before you can own a Chick-fil-A. Right. And Chick-fil-A is different in that way, like how their corporate corporation is structured. McDonald's is like a franchise. Mm -hmm. So what that means is like they buy... When you set up a McDonald's, you set up... you They say, okay, you can set it up here. And then, then at that point, it's your store, basically. Like, you run it how you want it. You have to use their logos and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's not centrally owned. Like, Chick-fil-A is still centrally owned. Like, every single location is controlled by the corporate office. Yeah. Which, maybe that 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 alone... I feel like that, that would probably have a big part in it. I mean, we we had... um. You remember the guys who came from Stereotech? Mm -hmm. Actually, it was always a woman for us. I, I remember the same woman coming several times from Stereotech. Well, to be honest with you, it's really shocking to me that in the four years that I worked there, I never, I was never there. I was never present. Oh, you're when, lucky. When there was a Stereotech there. Did other employees tell you mm -hmm. what it was like? What yeah, you, yeah. What did you hear? I remember them telling me that they, like, I mean, obviously they were watching them in the kitchen um, make sure they're making sure everything was going how it was should. I know, the, I know everything is graded. By the way, for pe people listening, Stereotech is like, I think it's a local company, but Chick-fil-A's like corporate office or whatever, they hire them out to do um, standards evaluations. Like they come in and check that we're doing it. And it's more than just like a health code violation mm -hmm. where they just check that things are clean. It's like um, Chick-fil-A tells them the standards of what certain food is supposed to be <clears throat> one way or the other. And then they check that it's within the standards. Right. Like, for for example, one of the one of the things that I, I can pick out in my mind is the chicken breast has to be a specific size. It yeah. has to be within a within a, a circle. Like and the the diagram is on on the breading table of which pieces of chicken are usable and not right, which most of the time we didn't try to. It's not like we tried to always like we we took every single chicken breast before we put it up and held it up to the we circle. We held it up to the circle. Yeah, we didn't do that because that would just be too much work. Yeah. Um, and also we assumed that 
the provider of these chicken breasts, they did the, the majority of the work to make sure it was mm-hmm. already, you know, formed correctly and such. It was always just a very stressful situation. And I, I don't know if McDonald's does that. I know that Stairtech, um, I think they go to Sonny's Barbecue oh. to check on their standards too. Which, is Sonny's even a chain? I think there's multiple locations, but it's not like Chick-fil-A. No, definitely not. Yeah. But they must have standards that they have to go check or something, because I've heard that they go to Sonny's. But yeah, it's always a stressful situation when they're there, because first of all, we're trying to get food out on time. Mm -hmm. But not only do we have to worry about that, we have to throw food away. Because like Chick-fil-A has this weird, I mean, me and Emily were talking about this the other day, how when Stereotech is there... We tried to follow the standards about how long we were allowed to keep fries, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, and Emily was saying, oh, Chick-fil-A fries can actually last a little bit longer. But, like, McDonald's fries, if you don't get them, like, real quick out of, you know, they they get soggy and nasty. Well, I don't know. I feel like all French fries from fast food or any French fries in general don't do last very long. Yeah, I mean, all 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 of them get soggy, but... I think she's right, though. Like, Chick-fil-A fries do last a little bit longer. I don't think the audience is going to know who Emily is. Oh. You've mentioned her twice now. Oh, Emily's my girlfriend. <laughs> she's my, my special lady friend. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me derailed. I, I was saying something about, uh, oh, How yeah, like Stereotech. Yeah, yes, yeah, like Stereotech has, they come in and they check the Chick-fil-A standards. I think it's like, we're allowed to have them, like, five minutes in the pan which is where it goes after it comes out of the fryer. And then if you put them in a box, like a fry box, and put them in the warmer, they can only be there for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And, like, because, like, we would get scored on this, like, they would actually take points away if it was in there too long, which two minutes is not that long. It's really not. So because we would get scored on that, like, I would throw it away, which I don't know how... Uh, the owner would feel about that because <laughs> like the owner was very stingy about like he's kind of like mr krabs like he right. pinches the pennies exactly yeah like i, I have a story about that actually after <laughs> i finished talking about this but like yeah like i would throw stuff away because i'm trying to keep the standards or whatever mm-hmm. which is very stressful because you're worried about running out anyway like customers get mad if the wait times are too long but the wait times are not too long because people are slow or lazy the wait times are always long only if we ran out of food and it's cooking in the fryer that's mm-hmm. like literally the, the only reason the only reason unless we're just way swamped and the wait time is not for the food it's for wait times are are usually long just because we run out of food. And that can happen when you have to throw away food because of standards. (laughs) Yeah. So you're lucky, though, that you never had to deal with that. I never had to deal with them coming in and watching me, but I I definitely have had my share of, like, the owner um, over my shoulder. Yeah. Which the story I was going to tell is that, you know, at a certain point at night, you can't just keep the fryers on all night because you have to get stuff clean so you know i'd try to make a little bit extra food turn the fryers off and then clean them Mm -hmm. well what that means is that you have to kind of overestimate how much you need like you need to make a little bit more just in case like there's a small rush or something like 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 let's say you assume that maybe three spices are going to get eaten in the last hour three spicy sandwiches 
Well, you kind of want to go a little bit over that just in case. Like a, like a buffer. Yeah, yeah, it's a buffer, exactly. So I made some extra stuff, and then I turned the fryers off. And, and we throw away the extras, or sometimes we, we took them home. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that, yeah, but yeah. it happens all the yeah, time. Yeah, sometimes we take the food home if, you know, we have extras like that. This time, I put it in the warming drawer, and I forgot it was there. And it so happened that the owner was doing inventory that night. So he came in and he was looking at everything. Inventory is a painful night I hear for managers because like they have to be there for hours counting like every little thing. Even as a team leader, it was stressful for me. You and had I, to do it? No, I didn't have to be there for it, but the precursor to the inventory was stressful. Oh, like making sure it was clean. Making sure everything is, you know, tip top shape before the owner gets there. Making sure that the paperwork and all of the the end of the night things are done and out of the way before he gets there, because if he if you're still doing the paperwork and counting the money and drawers and things when he gets there, you're in his way. Yeah, and he's not happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the only time I remember him being there early is not because he was there to do anything. He just came by to get some food. <laughs> he came by and got some food, and then he left, mm-hmm. and then he came back later for inventory. And a lot of times that made me think of a lot of times he'll he'll come through the through the drive through of the restaurant after he leaves after he leaves the building he'll leave and you know go through the drive through solely to see how we're doing and yell at us if we're not doing it correctly. Uh, one time someone actually accidentally uh, gave him a sweet tea instead of an unsweet tea and he went ballistic yelling at the manager <laughs> who wasn't even there. She was dealing with something at front and he called the manager over to yell at her about the drink being wrong. Yeah. Wait, he ordered an unsweet? Mm-hmm. Lemon. Oh. I can I can almost not I don't I don't see the point in yelling about it, but I can see the fact cuz like if you if you order a sweet and you get an unsweet, that's not a big deal. But if you order an unsweet and you get a sweet, that could actually be a problem because, like, what if you're diabetic and you want an unsweet? Right. I, I understand why he is upset, but his reaction was blown way out of proportion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I left some food in the warming drawer on accident when I was supposed to throw it away. And you'd think he was mad. He was definitely mad. Like, I remember the next day he was very mad. And you'd think, oh, well, is he mad because you didn't throw it away? Or is he mad because you know, you had to waste all that food. It could be both. It could be both. But the problem is, you can just throw it all away, and then he never knows. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's also bad because you're wasting a lot of his money. But I feel like he wouldn't... I feel like he doesn't get mad about it because he doesn't know. Like, he doesn't know that there's a lot of... Like, there's a lot of waste. There's a lot. I mean, I know people... Like, Surely... You think he knows that people take food home, too? Uh, there's no way that he can't know. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Like, for uh, at the end of the night, most nights, on on a really bad night, it would be like an entire trash can no. filled. Uh, yeah. Okay, it was never that bad. Like an entire trash can? Maybe not like from like an empty trash can to, you know, the okay. tip top, but like, they're, they're, you know, like a fourth of the way filled with trash and then the rest is waste yeah and one thing that we're taking for granted that the listener doesn't know 
is that you might be wondering like, oh, well, why doesn't he know about all this stuff that goes on at night? Well, the reason why is because he never worked at night, Mm-mm. except for inventory nights, which he wouldn't actually do the work at night. He'd wait till everyone was supposed to have been gone. Yeah, after closing. Right. But other than that, he never worked nights. Right. Which was kind of a blessing, honestly, because <laughs> I would have hated to have to always work with him. And by the way, I have to, I'm going to have to listen to this carefully to make sure I didn't actually accidentally slip his name because I almost have slipped his name like a couple times. I, I think you almost did, but I don't remember you saying his name at all. So Yeah, so <laughs> um, if I do, I'm going to have to put a bleep in. <laughs> <laughs> Because we've said some, we talked a lot about this one particular person. <laughs> His reputation might be tarnished after us. Yeah. Well. Have you ever? Um, has he ever made you cry before? Oh, the owner. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I've ever cried. I don't think I ever cried at work. Ever. I well, I don't really think I have. And this is something we can talk about later because you always say. You never see me cry. I've only seen you cry like twice in my whole life. Yeah, we should talk about that on a different episode, but... I think I'm a little bit more susceptible to emotions like that than you are. (laughs) I mean, it's not like I don't get sad, but... Right, but I'm more likely to cry than you are. We'll talk about it at a different point, because... No, I don't think he's ever made me cry. He's made you cry? Oh, yeah. More than once? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm actually surprised by that. Like, I could maybe imagine you telling me one story, but he's made you cry multiple times. That is... That's messed he, up. He's... He's he's just not very nice. Okay, what was, like, the biggest one you remember? Oh, there's two big ones that I can remember. The first time was... I was at the window, and... I didn't want to be at the window in the first place, and I also... Didn't want to be at the window when he came to the window. Because we all know what his car looks like and we watch out for it to see if it's <laughs> going to go through the drive-thru. Yeah. <laughs> um. So when it did, when his car goes through the drive-thru, we all get a warning from the person taking the order. Like, hey, guess who's here? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't. Th- this is not going to reveal who he is, but we had a nickname for him. Mm-hmm. Root Beer. Yeah. Which, I'm not going to say why we called him that, but that was his nickname. And that's what people would say. Mm-hmm. And we'd say it on the um, the little headsets. Like, a lot of people had, or not, not a lot of people, but like certain people when you're working would have these headsets. Mm-hmm. And we'd all push the button and say, Root Beer's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we all got the warning up front that he's coming to the drive-thru and he's ordering something. And he gets up to the window and I'm really nervous. I was always nervous around him. Always. Mm. I, just because he's, intimi- he's an intimidating man. Mm-hmm. I think I gave him the wrong food. I gave him a different bag. For like a different order. Right. I yeah. gave him somebody else's food. And uh, he was not very happy with me. And he gave me a few choice words. Not, really? Not like, not like cursing or anything. But like um, he, he was not happy with me. And he, well, he made sure words? to tell me. I don't remember exactly what he said to me, but I remember it wasn't very nice. Well, like, I know, I know you don't remember, but do you remember, like, the gist of what he was saying? You were, not, so far, you just said it wasn't nice. Like, do you remember? I remember him telling me that, um, if you can't get it right for me, how can you get it right for all the other customers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
So yeah. Um, and then after I held it together long enough uh, for me to get the window shut. I don't know. He had driven away. He, he wasn't still sitting there and you closed the window. He drove away. <laughs> it's like, excuse me while I close this window so I can cry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, no, no. So yeah, he had finally left and I had held it together long enough. Um, to get the window shut, and then immediately I burst into tears after oh, he left. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Um, did anybody see you? Oh yeah. They what did they try? Yeah, the manager beside me comforted me. Yeah, it's weird. Mom, mom always said he she was never afraid of him. I'm not gonna say I was afraid of him, but I was nervous. Like definitely, I would get nervous talking to him. He's just such an authority figure. I think it's because he, like you said, he had a military background, mm-hmm. and it kind of showed. Like the way he treated people is very authoritative, I guess. So I was nervous to talk to him. I remember I was very nervous. Um, when I asked for a raise, actually, I remember I was very nervous to even ask. And then, then I actually got mad at him because he was like, he said, well, why would I give you a raise when you uh, clock in early sometimes? Like you clock in like five minutes early and you're stealing from me. And I was very upset, and I actually defended myself. I try, I tried to defend myself as much as I could. I didn't just like walk away. I was like, I was very upset with him because to for me to be accused of stealing of anything, I mean, yeah, people would do things like take a little bit of extra food home or whatever, and I would do that sometimes. I would take a little bit. So yeah, technically, I would say that that's not right. But with like the extra time thing, I was one of the first people to clock out all the time. Because I would work extra hard to make sure everything was clean on time to leave early. Right. And I know a lot of a lot of people were clock sitters. Like mm-hmm. they would like they would get done with their section and then just go in the dining room and just sit there on the clock while everybody else was cleaning. And they said, Well, I can't leave until everybody else is done. But then they wouldn't help people clean they right. wouldn't they wouldn't help everybody get done at the same time they would just get done with their section and then go sit on the clock yeah which was very frustrating for me and i never did that actually i always clocked out as soon as i was done there was one person who this is uh, like a reoccurring thing i'm sure with like from the time you were there from the time i was there um because there was one girl who um she was actually a manager who would sit on the clock to get the amount of hours that she wanted Oh, yeah. She would clock out until... She would clock out whenever she was satisfied with the amount of hours that she had. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she was probably trying to get up to 40 every week or something like that? I don't know. Hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I was very frustrated with him at that point. And I told... I I said all that to him. And he was like, okay, well, we'll see. I think he kind of backed down a little bit because I was visibly frustrated with him. But... But yeah, I would still get nervous, you know, talking to him. But mom, ne- she said she was never nervous talking to him. Yeah. Um, and actually, she said she- he was cool to her. So I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Maybe just like, if you don't, sh- it's like, um, what's the can, thing? They can sense your fear. Yeah. What's the thing they can sense your fear? Dogs. Dogs? Oh, is it dogs? I guess. I don't know. I think you may be right. I just don't know the saying. 
Yeah, it can sense your fear. That's what that's what this this man or this owner did. He can sense your fear. And I think that's probably what happened in your instance, where like he knew you were scared when you went to talk to him, so he knew that he could run right over you. And then when you didn't let him run over you, that's when he's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, but to be clear, I still didn't get a raise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! So that that little tirade I went on, um, you know, you get into those times where like you can't even like you can't even think and you can't catch what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying things so fast and you're like so worked up about it. That's kind of how like how I was at that time. I still didn't get a raise, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I never, I never once asked him for a raise in person. I always wrote him a letter. Because I know he's not a a people person. Well, you shouldn't have done that, too. Because I've seen him throw anything away. Like... Yeah. Uh, actually, one time, I remember someone had, like, requested vacation or something. And he just looked at the board. And, um, like, he didn't even, like, read it for a second. He just, like, threw it away immediately. He's like... And uh, then they scheduled... He scheduled him that next week. Like, like, like the time that he had tried to ask off for... He just threw it away and scheduled him anyway. And uh, actually, I think, yeah, the person I'm talking about was mom's favorite manager. Oh, she's told me this story before. Yeah. And they scheduled him anyway. Um, And it was for a mission trip. The guy wanted to go on like a mission trip or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he's like, oh, I'm not going into work. I'm and he's a manager, by the way, like, you know. And he's been there for years. The head manager. This, yeah, the head manager had been there for years. Always was nice and polite. And he really didn't want to let anything get in the way of this mission trip. And he put the note well in advance on the board. And the guy just threw it away. Scheduled him anyway. The guy didn't come in. He went to his mission. And then he got fired. Yeah. It was ridiculous. That's, that's not right. Yeah. But... Anyway, crazy stuff like that always happen, but I'm sure we'll have more stories in the future. But I feel like that's a good place to to stop that conversation. So I agree. This is a good ending point. We didn't even say our names. I was going to put that in the intro. Oh. I was going to make sure that got included. So are we going to call myself Bree or Jessica? Or Jess? Bree. Are you kidding me? Everyone who listens to this is going to know your name is Bree. No, that is not true. You're the only it... people who know me is Bree. Who are you going to send it to? You're going to send it to Emily? Your Emily, not my Emily. I might send it to my coworkers. Okay, yeah, but they're just going to have to get used to the fact that I call you Bree. Your name is Bree. <sighs> Everyone in our family calls you Bree. I'm not so saying nobody you else does. I'm not saying that you can't still go by Jess at work. But whenever we're talking, saying what our name is. I feel really gross when I call myself Bree. I hate that name. God. Well, I'm not going to stop. Call- what what, what when I call you Bree? I don't, I don't react to it anymore because you've always called me that. But like when I say it, it just sounds gross. I don't like it. Doesn't sound gross. You're just not used to it. Is that what you're saying? I feel like a word vomit. Okay. No. You're just saying that, like, it's. I don't not... like saying it. Why? 
It come. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't like feel moist. like it's my name. No. Like moist. No. That word is not that bad. I don't understand why everyone hates that word. Oh, I thought you were the one who said <clears throat> I don't care about it either. What's oh. the word that you hate? I can't even say it. It's just really nasty. <laughs> what? Puke? No. <laughs> is it something that's nasty? C-H-U-N. Chunks? That's so nasty. Oh. <laughs> no, when I think of chunks, <clears throat> I think of Minecraft. <laughs> I think of Pew. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. But I'm gonna call you Bree on the podcast. <clears throat> I'm not gonna call you Jess. You can call yourself Jess if you want. That's dumb. It the, is dumb. The listener's gonna get confused. Exactly. So I'm not gonna change what I call you. Fine. You're gonna have to call yourself Bree. Brie. <laughs> <laughs> Brie is a nice cheese. <laughs> Do you think that was going to make me feel better about my name? Stop bumping the table. <laughs> I only did it once. No, I saw you do it a couple times. During the podcast? Yeah. No. 